What number is this, Chip? Zilch 130. We monkey around with the Wool Hat Club. <laughs> okay, no, I mean, like, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I'm Zilch. You're listening to Zilch, a monkey's podcast. Welcome back to Zilch, your podcast full of monkeys. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today. And today we're having a very special episode. Sometimes we talk about the generations of monkeys fans. This person's a first generation fan. This person's a second generation fan. And in reality, we all love the monkeys and we we were introduced to them when we were. And one monkeys generation fan is the same as, as any. And all monkeys fans are welcome here. And we have the newest generation of monkeys fans here today and our good friend Lou Babinga turned me on to the Wool Hat Club so shout out to Lou Hi I'm Alex I'm Lily I'm Jessica and I'm Mick and, and we, we are, are the Wool Hat Club We are a group of young monkeys fans who make videos about the monkeys for seven days a week We cover their music the TV show the fandom well pretty much everything <laughs> everything <laughs> monkeys So come on and monkey around with us on the Wool Hat Club do a search on the Wool Hat Club and find us. You can find us on Facebook, on YouTube, and Instagram. So come and hang out with us. And the rest of our friends at the, the Wool Hat Club. Club. And we happen to have four of the representatives of the mighty Wool Hat Club here today. Welcome to Zilch, everyone. Mighty, huh? <laughs> Hi. Uh, Thanks for having us. We're going to go round and we're going to introduce each one of you. Okay? So first we have Jessica. Say hello, Jessica. Hi, I'm Jessica. I'm the alternate Wool Hot Club member and also the co-founder of the channel. Very good. And we've got Alex. Hi, um, I'm Alex, and I was the original Sunday member, and I'm currently an alternate. Aha. And we have Lily. Hello, my name's Lily. I make videos every Thursday, and I'm just new. Well, not really new. A few months ago. And we have Mick T. Hello, uh, I'm Mick T. And I like to uh, sing a lot more than I like to talk. <laughs> well, we're going to require both of those skills today, my friends. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> so how can people find you all on the social medias? So on social media, you can find us on YouTube. Just type in the Wool Hat Club in the search bar, and it should be there. You can find us on Instagram at the Wool Hat Club. And, yeah, those are only two active platforms. So on YouTube, The Wool Hat Club, or Instagram, at The Wool Hat Club. You can also find us on Facebook at The Wool Hat Club. Very good. I've started watching your YouTube channel, and I really enjoy the enthusiasm and the energy you guys have because Monkeys fans are literally all ages, and there's monkey fans being born every day, whether it's somebody seeing a you know, something on Instagram or a YouTube clip or, or whatever, maybe hearing Daydream Believer on a, in, at a mall or something. Who knows? But 
We all find them somehow, some way, and we wind up, here we are. I noticed that each of you are talking about some of your designations or duties that you have with uh, Wool Hat Club. I'm going to start with Jessica. Would you tell us what you do with Wool Hat Club? So what I do with the Wool Hat Club is, well, in the very beginning, because I was one of the founders of the channel, it's, you know, it was just like making videos almost every week. So that's pretty much what I did. And the other co-founder, her name was um, Angeline. You know, she also did the same thing. And it was just the two of us in the game. We held auditions looking for members to join us. And, you know, it's it's pretty straightforward, just like make videos about the monkeys, post them about every week if you can, and just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Lily, same question. Well, Hot Club isn't really difficult. I mean, I just have to, like, once a week or so, I have to, like, sit down, think of a script for a video or something. But uh, all in all, it's not really that much work. It's a lot more fun. You know, you're not really focusing on all the work stuff. You're focusing on all the fun stuff you do. Mm-hmm. Alex, same question to you. Well, I do the same thing as pretty much everyone on this channel. I just make videos. And it's really not about like hating what you're doing. And it's really about loving it. And this is something I love. And so I think it's going to keep going and happening. That's very important. you got to love what you're doing no matter what it is. Now, Mick T, what do you bring to the table? What I do is I primarily do covers because I find them a lot of fun to do and I find a lot of people like them and I just love reading the feedback and then another thing that I do is I'll do little analysis videos and I've done a cover review and I've and I want to do more but yeah very good now who wants to tell the story of how wool hat club came to be I think I think it'd be uh, me to talk about that story because uh, I was kind of one of the original members it happened about two years ago in like early June, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was me and about two other friends who were also huge Monkees fans. And I was a part of a Beatles collab channel where we talked about the Beatles. And so was this other friend, Angeline. We talked about the Monkees because we were really new fans at that time. Because, you know, I had just discovered who the Monkees really were about a week prior. And, you know, we thought it'd be really cool to make a Monkees collab channel. And this third friend of ours, um, she wasn't really part of the channel, but, you know, she was kind of the reason why we went through with it. Her name was Andrea. And we, you know, we looked up on YouTube if there were any other YouTube channels dedicated to the monkeys, you know, where it's like more vlog type rather than people making, you know, lyric videos or somewhere along the lines of that. And we found one, but it was it hasn't been active at that time, like, in like four years so it's like well might as well make a new one and it was andrea who came up with the name the wool hat club because you know michael nesmus wool hat we all Mm -hmm. like the wool hat it just kind of took off from there now you have to understand some of the people in our audience uh are still having a problem with their vcrs and that the clock's not set it's still ringing 12 every every minute of the day so when you say a collab channel could you explain that so a collab channel is pretty much a group of people who contribute their own kind of style to the channel. It's not just like one set thing. You know, it's kind of like you, you, you're you kind of, how do I explain this? It's like you, you're kind of showing off yourself and how you are a Monkees fan, how much you love the Monkees. You know, it's not like the same person 
um, every day. It's like many different people every day from very different parts of the world. You know, we have a few members, two of them from Australia. One of them is from Northern Ireland. We've had someone from England. You know, it's like very different people bring something to the table and it's really cool, you know. So pretty much we all collaborate together and bring our stuff to the channel. Well, that's really kind of what we do here at Zilch, right? Because if you notice, at the beginning of every episode, I say I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today. So you guys are all, like, deputized. You guys are actual guest hosts of Zilch today. So you're, you're the other oh. side of the conversation. But uh, th- there's a lot of people behind Zilch. It's not just me, you know. And that's the way that it should be. And I think that's really cool. So you guys are like Zilch the next generation, right? <laughs> I just yeah, gotta get my application then. It. Yeah. Oh, it's an honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we need to send a shout out to the rest of the fam around the world, the other people that are part of the Wool Hat Club. You want to shout out and put their name out there? Yeah, sure. So our Sunday Wool Hat Club member is Chloe. She is a very fun person to be around. Shout out to Chloe. Then our Monday Wool Hat Club member is Cheryl, who does story times, which are really interesting, so shout out to Cheryl. Monday, wait, no, that was Monday. <laughs> Tuesday, <laughs> sorry. Tuesday, we have Mick here. <laughs> Wednesday is our girl Max, who does skit type videos. Thursday, we have Lily. Mm-hmm. Friday, we have Kirsten, who kind of does like top 15s and anything along the lines of that. And Saturday, we have our youngest Woolha Club member. Emmy, who has so far done one story time on how she met Mickey, and it's really, really cool. Plus, she has a song written about her, Saturday's really? Child. Think about it. Oh, yeah. Gibson's <laughs> <laughs> Saturday's Child will have some member. Yep. We have three alternates. Um, one of them is Alex. Hello. The second one is Ellen, who is from Northern Ireland. She's a really cool person. And she has a really cute accent as well. <laughs> and the last alternate is myself. <laughs> yeah. We might as well play Saturday's Child right now for all the members of the Wool Hat Club because every day of the week is mentioned, right? Yeah. Correct. All right. Well, let's play that right now. Sad child, always feeling low down. Tuesday had a dream child, she's always on the go, so I'm in love with Saturday's child. Every time you take her out at night, you wanna kiss and hold her way up tight. You can tell the future's looking bright. You love a Wednesday You live your life apart now And if you love a Thursday She's gonna break your heart So I'm in love with Saturday's child Every time you hold her close you'll see You can feel the thrill that's gonna be Now the future has a guarantee Seven days of the week made to choose from But only one is right for me I know that Saturday's got what it takes, babe 
Special shout out to one of your group, and that's Chloe. I was hoping she'd be here today because she's a Kiss fan like me. Kiss nerds unite! Yes, she is. Huge fan of Kiss. Yeah, me too. We've met them, and it's 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 been great. And uh, actually, Zilch started because of our Kiss podcast. Hmm. We kind of did it as a as an April Fool's joke. I told everybody we're gonna do a monkeys show. And the KISS fans were like, no, dude, you've got to do it, right? So, like, <laughs> there was all these KISS fans saying, you need to do it. So then we did this special, and it turned into an actual Zilch podcast as a result. There was such a huge response. So, yeah. That's but, really so a lot of Monkey fans found the Monkeys in their teens, and you guys are no different. I know that for me growing up, there were times that you could enjoy the monkeys and it seemed like you were in your own little world, right? Like the song says. And <laughs> you could watch the monkeys on TV or maybe you had the 45s or the albums. And then you'd get around other people and they'd tell you that the monkeys suck. Do you still have to face that? And tell me how you found the monkeys. Let's start with Alex. Well, I've never really had to face anything like that. Just because I don't know too many people my age who do enjoy the monkeys. Um, but I actually got into their music before I got into the show. Mm. I had been listening and watching like older TV shows and older music since I was five. Mm-hmm. And my parents had talked about the monkeys just in like brief passing conversation. I kind of forgot about it. And then I just saw one of their CDs when I was 12, like sitting in Best Buy in the $5 bin. And I was like, my parents told me about them. I'll listen to them. So I grabbed it and I just fell in love. And then I found out they had a TV show and it just kind of drove my love even more. Excellent. Lily, same question. Anyone ever give you any crap for liking the monkeys? And how did you find the monkeys? No one's really ever given me any flag for liking the monkeys. I mean, like, everyone I run into, they're just like, oh, well, you know, they're cool. But um, how I found the monkeys is that, like, I've met a ton of people who'd say, oh, I've been a monkeys fan ever since birth, practically. And I'm like, no, that's not me. Because I discovered the monkeys back in March. So, like, that was pretty, you know, close to now. But but, um, I was just on the computer one day looking for stuff to watch and, you know, listen to. And then I found them, and I'm like, huh, what a weird name. I'll listen to them. And so I did listen to them, and I didn't even know the TV show existed, like, mm-hmm. at the time. So I looked it up, 
and I'm like, what? There's a TV show? And I watched that, and now, and now here I am. <laughs> Very good. Glad you found him. Yeah. Jessica, same question to you. The monkeys, have, has anyone ever made fun of the monkeys or said anything negative about the monkeys or given you a chuff about it? And how did you find the monkeys? Same as everyone else. I haven't really been given much trouble for being a monkeys fan. Like, actually, I've been praised for liking the monkeys, especially from my dad and his friends. But um, how I found out about the monkeys was I first heard of the monkeys when I was, like, really young with, like, Shrek and I'm a Believer when I was really young. And then when I was 12, my dad showed me the movie Head. And you can probably imagine my reaction, not knowing exactly who the monkeys really were. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, wait yeah. a second. Hold on. We need to first, we got to mention two things. Mickey Dolenz, you have just been uh, justified, right? Like, Mickey, you've just been justified because he always tells that story about Shrek. So, you know, (laughs) so this is proof, right? Yeah. Now, I have to ask you, as someone who didn't have their music, someone who didn't know about the TV show, Head is the first thing you watch? Yeah. What Uh, did you think? I asked my dad to turn it off halfway through. I didn't understand it. I was kind of kind of bored because I didn't understand it, but I love it now. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of people that have been fans since 1966 that still don't understand that movie. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I think the people that, that wrote it and filmed it might not really understand everything they put on the screen, right? But Yeah. Wow, it's, I'm surprised it didn't make you run the other way. No, it didn't, because, you know, it was just that one piece of, you know, cinematography. It was, that doesn't really define them to me. But then I started watching the show when I was 16, and it was actually more the music that drew me than the show, because uh-huh. I found the music more entertaining than the show. But don't get me wrong, I do love the show. And then after watching Head, I listened more for the music than the movies, if it's really a story itself. You know, I got really into the music, and then I started appreciating the show and the movie. Wow, that's amazing. I know. (laughs) Mick, same question for you. Has anyone ever given you any crap for liking the monkeys, and how did you get into the monkeys? No one's ever really made fun of me for being for like loving the monkeys as much as I do. In fact, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's just it's it's a wonderful kind of uh, thing you got going," because. Around the halls at school, I'll just walk around with my guitar and like I'll like play me a song and I'm like, all right, and I play a monkey song. And they're like, oh, it's good. So uh, I've overall had positive experiences with being a monkeys fan, and it might sound kind of crazy to believe, but trust me, my story is real. <laughs> but my fascination with the monkeys can be somewhat traced back to uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, if you, if you know what that is. Oh, yeah, wow. I know. La- yeah, laugh it up, laugh it up. <laughs> but <laughs> no, okay, so. 2014, you know, that game comes out, and I was like, oh, robots. And then it was brought to my attention that, like, there was this whole subculture and fandom for, like, an actual animatronic band called the Rock of Fire Explosion, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So uh, if I can self-advertise, not self-advertise, but if I can advertise them here, uh, go check them out if you want to be creeped out and also maybe be interested in them. But anyways, um, so I thought that was really cool. And what the Rock of Fire was, essentially, was the definitive 80s pizza cover band Mm -hmm. and in 1983 (laughs) which was yeah i know but in in 1983 
before the whole monkeys revival too, which I think is really fascinating, is that they um they did a monkeys medley, and in the show too they bring up Michael Nesmith working in video production and all that and. Anyways, but um, so they did a monkeys medley, and I was just enthralled by it. I was like, "This is the coolest thing in the world!" Because they combine all these great songs in their '60s career, and like I've never heard a smoother transition from "I'm a Believer" to "Little Bit Me, Little Bit You." And so, if you want to check that out, there's a, vid- there's a video of it on YouTube, and it's pretty wonderful. But anyways, so that kind of sowed the seed in my mind that I liked the monkeys music, and it took about oh gosh, say maybe three years for me to really understand it so to speak mm-hmm. and as for what got me into the monkeys oh gosh i couldn't tell you not gonna lie i was kind of focusing on the whole rock of fire point i forgot whether where the rest of the story went um i i believe it might have been maybe uh it was probably like i i, I couldn't tell you man wow but yeah i guess that just the rock of fire explosion and that monkeys medley that they put together I was like, oh, the monkeys, yeah. And then TV show and good times, and I was like, okay, and then escalated, and now I'm here on this podcast. Very good. Without any further delay, here is Mick T of the Woolhack Club with his version of Papa Jean's Blues. Play Magic Fingers. Laundry must be done. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> Gotta have clean clothes, you know? <laughs> That's right. Always. April Conquest and all, right? You know, the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. The swooniest character. Just just <laughs> like, Mike, you ride a bike? And he's like, That's right, baby. And fish can swim. Fish and I'm like, swim. Damn, Mike. I mean... I mean, let's be real here. Like the like, what the, that that whole episode was just like a total like, oh, it's wild. It is. I it's love really that episode. Most of- True. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. That is one of my favorite episodes. Plus, it's got the lovely Julie Newmar. So. Of course, and yeah. <laughs> Works for me. So we're going to do my favorites. You ready to enter that round? Because we, we ask these questions of everybody that's ever been on this show, including some of the monkeys. We've asked them what their favorite episodes were, favorite albums and favorite songs. And Get a list. Yeah, there you go. So we're, we're who, who, who wants to go first? Not me. I gotta do my research real quick. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, then I will pick. I will pick Lily. Lily. Oh. What? Who? A little bleep. That's called bloopers. <laughs> anyway, Lily, please tell us what your favorite episode is, what your favorite album, what your favorite song, and who is your favorite monkey. All right. Well, my favorite episode is Monkeys a la Mode, which is um in season one. It's the episode where they get interviewed by like the journalists and stuff. Uh-huh. I just love that episode for some reason. I've seen it so many times. Favorite album is um Pisces, Curious, Capricorn, and Jones. I just love that album to pieces. I listen to it like all the time. My favorite song would probably have to be For Pete's Sake, because that's like I named my weekly day after that. My weekly day is Thursday for Lily's sake. And I sort of named it after that. But a close second would be Someday Man, because I love that song. Excellent tracks. Excellent tracks. Good choices. And who's your favorite member? All right. Well, this may come as a surprise to you, because everyone else is a big fan of Mike. But my favorite monkey is actually Davey. And as far as I know, I'm the only Davey fangirl in here. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who I'm a, a fan girl or boy for, because I love them all for different reasons, right? Yeah. Like when I first started the the podcast, Mike was like my hero. Like I uh. wanted to be Mike. Just <laughs> just because he played the the riff in Pleasant Valley Sunday, right? Yeah. But as I've grown on, like Peter's just become such an authentic guy and Mickey's just an all-around talent. He like you can't stop Mickey, right? And Davey, no. <laughs> you know, Davey's just amazing. So, a- any crushes on on any of the monkeys here? Uh, only Peter, because Peter is the best one. No. <laughs> you see? You expect me to admit this? Only if you want to. Only if you want to. So, Lily, any any crushes on the monkeys? <laughs> uh, my parents are going to be listening to this. Hi, uh, hi, hi, Mom and Dad. <laughs> hi, Mom. <laughs> I kind of uh, may or may not have a crush on Davey just a little bit. Well, there you go. Alex, your turn. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, my favorite episodes. Oh gosh, <laughs> there's just so many that I love. Um, uh, two really unpopular ones that are probably in my top three are "Monkeys Wash Their Feet" and "The Fruit Is Caper." <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm just gonna say those are my two favorites, just because it's so hard to choose. Right. My favorite album is probably Headquarters, but they're all wonderful. <laughs> and then my favorite songs are St. Matthew and As We Go Along. They're just so beautiful to me. Two excellent songs. Yes. And then my favorite monkey is definitely Michael. Mm-hmm. You're not growing sideburns, are you? No. <laughs> okay. You stop at the wool hat. <laughs> and then we've got Jessica. For my favorite monkeys episodes, dang, there's so many to choose from. <laughs> um, so current favorites, just like Alex, I really like the Frodo's Caper. 
And I also really like Fairy Tale and Monkey's Alamode. You know, those three would have to be my go-to episodes. Very good. Favorite album currently would have to be Present. You know, I just like the overall flow of the album. Some very powerful songs on that album. That album always messes me up. I still to this day don't know the name of it. Is it The Monkeys Present or The Monkeys Present? Because there's, oh. the, there's like the gift you get, right? And then yeah. there's like someone presenting something. And then there's now, like the present. Oh, I didn't even think about that third one. Oh, no. um, yeah. Mind blown, right? Oh, my gosh. There the was Monkeys, of course, were ahead of their time. Oh. <laughs> The way that I look at it is the monkeys present Mickey, Davy, and Michael. Mm -hmm. I think that's how I would look Mm -hmm. at it. But it was also the monkeys at that time because at that point Peter was no longer with them. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's like layers, like an onion. Of course, onions have layers, which is Shrek, and I'm a believer. It's the big monkey circle. Enough with the Shrek. Once again, justifying Mickey Dolan's comments so jessica what's your favorite songs Ooh, that's really hard there's so many good ones that have changed my life but i think the one that changed my life the most would have to be the crippled lion you know from missing links oh wow i just i love that version so much and it's probably my favorite song of all time slowly i walk through the gently falling I know that I will never pass this way again Never wondering why Teardrops chafing my eyes Longing to be where the noted kisses fall Lingering and still while quietly they tell their all Blue is the color of the sun And nothing stops when everything is done Now my whole world opens up in different rhymes and tunes With the highways making up the verse and then suddenly I see the light of something called the moon And though my path is planned, it's not rehearsed So I move along to the next thing on the list Knowing full well that some of them just don't exist But I am finally alone And where my footsteps down is where it's home Now my whole world opens up in different rhymes and tunes With the highways making up the verse And then suddenly I see the light of something called the moon And though my path is planned, it's not rehearsed So I move along 
to the next thing on the list Knowing full well that some of them just don't exist But I am finally alone And where my footsteps down is where it's home This is Michael Nesmith, and you are listening to Zilch. You know, it's amazing you mentioned that one, because there was a time, like when Missing Links came out, it was so bizarre for us to have this music that, after all this time, just appeared. You know, there was three volumes of Missing Links, and at the time, it was like, where did these mythical songs come from? You know what I mean? But yeah. to you guys, they've just always been. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Fave Monkey and Crush, if there is one? Ooh, the answer to both questions is Robert Michael Nesmith. He's been my favorite <laughs> since the very beginning. <laughs> the very, very beginning. Very good. And yeah. that leaves us with Mick. Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what is your shoe size? What do you take on a pizza? Does pineapple ever belong on a pizza? Yes. Uh, too oh. big sausage and no. I don't know. <laughs> what? Fine. <laughs> I will be the minority. Fight me, Mick. No, no. I'm not. I'm only joking. I, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think. Okay. Unre- this is. This is the real questions here on the Zilch right. podcast. Yes. I think. I think pineapple is okay, but I. I don't tend to eat it. But I'll. I'll eat it if I. If it's there. So favorite. <laughs> Favorite Monkeys episode, favorite album, favorite song, and fave monkey and or crush. Oh, gosh. I'm looking over the Wikipedia page right now, and I'm realizing how disorganized it is. But um, you oh, my favorite first season episode is probably The Spy Who Came In From The Cool. Mm. And then my second favorite episode from the – or my, my other favorite episode from the second season is probably uh, Hitting the High Seas. And then if I were to, like, say – a good overall episode is probably um monkey mother because i think that's just genuinely a really sweet episode it is it is so sweet that one's right up there so favorite album favorite album um honestly as of right now if i were to say like what my favorite album is it'd probably be a tie between good times and uh, i think pisces pisces is pretty it's pretty good in my opinion but good times is also really ah there's so many good ones okay as of right now uh, favorite album I'm gonna say is Pisces, Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. And singles or songs? My favorite song for the Monkees. Um, I mean, there's so many good ones, of course, but I love. Uh, I'm really fond of the girl I knew somewhere, because for one, yeah. it, it was like the first song that they released that was like all them, and I think I, I just think it just sounds wonderful overall, and the lyrics. It's great because it ha- it's kind of the best of both worlds because you've got, you know, the really poppy, upbeat monkey's sound, but also the lyrics can be interpreted in a deeper way as a story to tell. Plus, it's in uh, Monkey's Get Out More Dirt, right? Absolutely, which is, uh, so. of course, the best episode. <laughs> <laughs> episode of the day. Yeah, there yeah episode you go. of the day. Your favorite monkey and or crush? Favorite monkey is not Davey. Hey. No. <laughs> I'm only, I'm, I'm only saying that because I, it flip flops. Because like some days I'm like, wow, Mickey, what a what a powerful drummer, and he's got a chin that could break down a wall. No offense, Mickey. Hey. I mean, hey, I, I'm right. <laughs> um, but then Mike's awesome too, because 
I mean, he's like kind of the guy that made me be like, oh, 12 strings are freaking cool. And then I think Peter's amazing too because he's such a talented instrumentalist and he's so like, he's like the monkey's secret weapon in a way. Mm -hmm. As of right now, I'd say Mickey though. Very good. How many of you have seen any of them in concert? Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, I have. So Jessica, you've seen them. Mick, you've seen them. And who else? Alex. Alex, you've seen them. Where did you see them and when was this? We'll start with Jessica. So I saw The Monkees when it was Mickey and Peter in at the Moore Theater in Seattle on September 25th, 2016. And I saw Michael Nesmith um, during the First National Band Redux Tour back in January of this year. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Alex, your turn. Um, I have seen Mickey and Peter twice in Dallas, once at the bomb factory and then I don't remember the place (laughs) of the other concert and then I have also seen Mickey and Michael in Cleveland Ohio wow yeah I drove there by myself this summer to go see Michael (laughs) was it at Blossom Music Center um it was at Caden Park Okay, yeah, Caden Park. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm a nerd. I used to live up in Ohio, so I was trying to figure out where it was. Do you realize, Alex, you share something very special with Zilch? Oh, no. You were at the Bomb Factory. That was the night of the first official Zilch gathering. That's when we first had Zilch buttons there, and people were wearing Zilch t-shirts. And oh. that's the concert that wound up on AXS TV, so... You were there. You were there. I was, and I have a button. Oh, wow. Excellent. Yeah. So, <laughs> she's got proof, ladies and gentlemen. I do. Concrete evidence. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're a queen, Alex. That's right. Another button queen, because we have our Christine the button queen. She's in charge of our buttons. But uh, now you're another. You're a button princess, actually. That's what oh, she calls you. It's the, it's the button uh, monarchy, that is. Yeah, the button monarchy. <laughs> Yes. But uh, So you were there at uh, Zilch History, right? So very cool. Now, Mick, when did you see them? I saw the monkeys sometime over the summer. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact date because I'm not quite not quite like as agile as uh, Jessica and Alex are. But I saw Mike and Mickey um, earlier this year, and I uploaded the video onto YouTube, and people loved it because, of course, you get to see the monkeys. And oh, I thought it was just a wonderful experience. It was in... Um, South, it was in a Harrah's uh, Casino at South Lake Tahoe, mm. which we drove out to see, and it was great. And I remember that when they started the concert, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't Last Train to Clarksville, because like, they pretty much always start out with Last Train to Clarksville, but right. instead that was the second song, so do with that what you will. Um, yeah. And I thought it was a great concert. Mickey sounded great. Mike sounded amazing. Mike also was wearing some very stylish shoes that looked like a disco ball, but... Yeah, his Jimmy Choo's, <laughs> yeah. they're called, yeah. Oh, I, I love it. Now, wait a second. I have to flunk you all on that question. When I asked you when you saw the monkeys, the correct answer is every time I close my eyes. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Can I get a retake? <laughs> Can I come in after school and retake this test? Sure. Rip off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, we all see the monkeys everywhere. There's, it's, it's weird. You can see it's um, the monkey's footprint everywhere, just like you see the Beatles. Yeah footprints everywhere like i've got to ask you guys this question and it's just because of your age were any of you fans of big time rush growing up 
No. Yeah. For like two, for like yeah. two seconds. Because I got into Big Time Rush too. Really? Well, yeah, big time. No, no pun intended there. <laughs> but, but yeah, but but the reason I got into Big Time Rush is because it was the closest thing that you could find to the monkeys at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what they were going for. Exactly. I mean, you've got Kendall wearing the wool hat in the first episode, and you're like going, oh. something seems awfully familiar here. Do I have to do this all over again? You know, but... Uh, <laughs> I have a scripted. Yeah. But it was it was a it was a fun show. Really enjoyed it. I actually got into their music. And it's all because of my love of the monkeys that I kind of could translate into that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no BTR fans here, huh? I watched the show for like like two seconds back when it was on and then I was like, Oh and then I saw they did a cover of a Beach Boys song and I was like, Oh and then that's pretty much it. Yeah, they did a, an EP of the Beatles. Uh, they did an, a, a movie. Hmm. Yep. The big time movie, and they covered like five Beatles songs on an EP. That I saw cool. that. I saw that. The music's better than the movie. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> what is it in, in your mind, like when you're talking to people that aren't monkey fans, right? What do you think makes the monkeys stand the test of time? What do you think makes the monkeys something that it could appeal to a teenager in 1966 that could appeal to a teenager in 1986 and 2018. Mick, please take lead on this question. Okay, what makes the monkeys timeless? I think a lot of different factors make the monkeys timeless. I think, um, at least for the TV show, I mean, because of course the music is obviously timeless, but as for the TV show that makes it timeless, I think it's uh, it's the youthful attitude that they all have and the fact that it was so groundbreaking and i mean of course the monkey did have big wigs in it but it wasn't run by big wigs it was like new fresh ideas you know it's, it's even in the theme song we're the young generation right. and i think that mentality and that you know just effort to be your own and make it on your own and you know like not having to resign yourself to an authority i think that's what really makes the monkeys timeless is that mm-hmm. lily all right well i think like the monkeys like appeal to the new generation. I think what gets them in like that, I think it's the humor, like the jokes and stuff, because that's what got me. You know, I, I was watching it and I'm like, wow, this is hilarious, you know. And I've taken it upon myself to introduce my friends to them as well, and they and they're all like, wow, it's really funny. And so, like the humor, like it's not old humor, and like I guess it's sort of timeless in a way. Yeah, joke is still funny if it's funny, right? Yeah, yeah. Same question, Jessica. Ooh, what makes the monkeys timeless? Yeah. I mean, I notice a lot with today's generation that a lot of kids today are really into the 1960s, 70s aesthetic. Like, they, they're starting to dress more vintage. I see a lot more kids my age going to Goodwill with me. And, well, specifically for the monkeys, again, like everyone else said, the humor is just timeless and the music and, you know, I see a lot more kids being a little more experimental with their music tastes. And I think the monkeys is to me, is like a good way to start for a lot of kids. Very good. Alex. It's pretty much just going to be a copycat answer of what everyone said, but definitely the music, since I know that's what drew me into the monkeys, Uh you know, rock is just classic rock, especially is timeless. Like the Beatles, that's just something like you hear and you're like, wow, like they're great. Even if you've never heard them. (laughs) <laughs> it's just something that is 
timeless. Like there's no way to explain why it is. It just is. And then also the humor is definitely a big part of just the monkeys in general. Plus I also like the fact that like it's the four of them together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like no matter strictly looking at the TV show, you know, we're not looking at the real people now. We're looking at the characters that no matter what, they're going to stand by one another. Like there's the episode where Davy's family wants to take him back to England, right? Oh, the tears. Yeah. And then there's the devil and Peter Tork. I mean, <laughs> my God, that so they're willing to literally go to 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 stop him from, <laughs> from 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 going to. You know, so <laughs> so they will they will uh, stick up for one another, and they do it time and time again. Unless there's a pretty girl involved, and then they then they fight. Yeah, and we find out that fish can swim. So it all works. That's out. right. That's right. Baby and fish can swim. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Now, where do you see the Wool Hat Club going? What's your goals? What do you what do you plan on doing? How long do you think it's going to last? All of that stuff. We'll start with Jessica. That's really hard to answer because, well, I mean, my main goal coming into this channel, and it's been that same goal since I started, you know, it's just to reach out to more younger fans to show, like, hey, you're not alone because I would totally, you know, it's like, hey, you're not the only young Monkeys fan out there because I remember when I was – a new fan I felt so alone but joining this channel it taught me that hey a lot of kids my age really like this and it's also for the um, first generation fans or the MTV generation fans to show hey the monkey's legacy is still going very very strong today and it's amazing mm-hmm. I agree Alex same question um, I just I see it continuing, and obviously it's not going to be the same lineup of people as it has continuously changed in the two years that the Wool Hat Club has been around. Um, But I do see it continuing, and even if it does stop, like the message of the Wool Hat Club is never going to leave people, even if they don't realize that it's like our message. So it'll just keep being around, even if it's not physically around. Mm-hmm. Very good. Lily? I would really like to see the Wool Hat Club go on for, like, longer than we'll be on there. So, like, when I'm not there anymore or Jessica's not there anymore, you know. I'd like to see, like, people carry the torch, sort of. You know, like how the fan base has been around for so many years. It's gone through the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. It's gone through all of that, and... I don't know if the Wool Hat Club will go on that long, but I hope it'll sort of be like, you know, a little bit of that. Fantastic. Mick? I think um, I want the Wool Hat Club to go on for as long as it can while still being wonderful and youthful and energetic. Mm-hmm. And even after that's all faded, after all the spotlights and the flowers, you know. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, check that out. I've been listening to Justice. Hey, there you uh, go. But, uh-huh. but I think uh-huh. that even... After it's all ended, the last upload is done, we all say our goodbyes. I think that the Wool Hat Club, even after it's not being updated, will still always stand as a, a testament to the timelessness and the youth culture of the monkeys always has always encapsulated, you know, being young at heart. That's excellent. You know, I was serious in what I said earlier that you guys are kind of like Zilch the next generation. You're already doing it. 
And it, it makes me happy to see that this is being picked up by people today. And it does my heart a lot of good. And it's got to make the monkeys feel kind of good. It's got to surprise them on some level, right? Because somewhere, someone's watching YouTube and they're seeing Davy Jones' eyes twinkles for the first time. <laughs> or they're seeing the video for Pleasant Valley Sunday or something. Or there's a gif out there that's turning someone on to the monkeys. Nobody knew this was going to happen. It couldn't have been predicted. The, the monkeys were really meant to last as long as they were on TV, and that was it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's, it's, an, it's an amazing testament to the work of everybody involved in the show and all of their music. It's just amazing. But you guys make me feel good when I watch your YouTube clips. It made me happy to see that this is going on, that this is going to keep going on. And it's amazing. I'm proud to be part of this with you guys. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Oh, that's thank you. That's that's actually one of the main reasons why we do it. You know, it's like it's really cool to see how many people you know actually enjoy what we do, and you know the nice comments people leave, the number of people who are currently subscribed to our channel. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to get bigger because we're going to become part of you. We're going to uh, promote you. And uh, we're going to uh, try to let people know about you a little bit more. We're going to even make a commercial with you guys later. We're going, to, oh, really? we're going yeah. to air it through wow. the show every so often. So you guys oh, are going to be the star of it. So <gasps> there you that go. Is so cool. I am trying so hard not to scream right now. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Scream all you want. It's fine. Um, in space, ah. no one can hear you scream. Oh no! <laughs> Cyberspace. Um, um, it's a pretty bad time to scream since I am in my dorm and sound travels like crazy in here. Yeah, that's great. That's true. Yeah, so you got to be careful. Seriously, it's uh, it, it does my heart a lot of good, and you know, it's good to know that for everybody that was picked on in school for liking the monkeys, that's been a, a, a common theme here is that you are not alone. We tell that to everybody. As a matter of fact, there's a Kiss song that we play that is called we are one and it's it's basically saying you're not alone in how you feel we're out there everybody's out there and you know to take a, a hashtag from another movement uh it hashtag it gets better right so mm -hmm. it's we're good to see that the monkeys have become such a staple in pop culture that you guys aren't having to necessarily deal with the crap that we had to growing up so that's great mm -hmm. makes me happy yeah so if you were to try to get somebody to check out the Wool Hat Club, what would you say to them? Mick T, we'll start with you. Why Ooh. should people check out the Wool Hat Club? Because we're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, I would recommend people to check out the Wool Hat Club uh, just to see what the whole monkey scene is all about. Because I, th I think, of course, you know, there's, it's, a, it's a huge fan base. But I think that the Wool Hat Club does a good job in portraying Maybe some of the more creative aspects of that fan base, because it's it's a it's an outlet for people. It's an outlet for us to make videos and put them onto and broadcast ourselves, you know, out to the fan base. So I think that people should check out the Whole Hot Club because that's just kind of what we are. Uh -huh. and speaking of wool hats, uh, but not the sideburns, Alex, you're up. <laughs> um, well, I would probably. Um, if I was just talking to my friends who I was trying to get into the monkeys, 
I would probably just be like, hey, like I'm part of this YouTube channel and it's super cool and we just talk about the monkeys. That's all we do. And if you're really into them, like, or you really want to get into them, then just check it out to see what it's all about. Um, but if I was just kind of talking to a stranger, um, I don't know why I'd be talking to a stranger about a YouTube channel I'd be on, but if I was, I'd probably just try and get them into the monkeys and just get them to watch it by just being like, hey, they're super cool. <laughs> Come look at it. There you go. Lily, why should a Monkeys fan check out the Woolhack Club? Because I feel like it would validate them a lot more just to know that the fandom isn't just full of old people. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see all these young people on your on your YouTube screen and you're like, wow, look at them. They're just like me. And that's the thing, you know? Excellent. I love that answer. Jessica? I would say it's, you know, to see how tight-knit the community is, like just... Watching our videos, you know, you can totally see how it's like a family to to me. Like, you know, seeing how much fun we have, you know, how much we, you know, monkey around. You know, it, I kind of like to think that it makes our viewers feel like they're also part of the Wool Hat Club. Because pretty much anyone watching the channel is pretty much part of the Wool Hat Club. Any Monkeys fan can be a part of it. You know, it's, you know, just watch it to be part of it. That is very cool. Mick, I understand you do some music on the channel. You may be on something. <laughs> so how did you get involved in music? And let's play one of your songs. All right. Um, well, let's see. Music. Um, I've always grown up in a very uh, – I've always kind of – yeah, I've just grown up uh, in a very, I'd say, musically encouraging environment. Like none of my – family members really play any music or like play any instruments or sing much but whenever you know whenever we want to we'll just throw on a cd and have a just a dumb old family sing along where we just have a good time um and so music's always been part of your family growing up it has it has and uh you know belting out bohemian rhapsody on the way back home from the lake and all that um and then um in sixth grade my sister who was in seventh grade at the time she was playing the violin and I, in in my middle school, you had to join a music class. So I joined orchestra and I played, picked up the violin too. And that was an introduction to kind of learning how to play an instrument, which was cool to me. And then for Christmas that year, I got a guitar. Learned guitar, I learned piano, I learned bass, drums. And then I was already making, I actually already released a uh, an EP, Blue Pants, if you want to check that out. Look up Blue Pants, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Woo Pants, Michael Tegio. That's T-E-G-I-O. T like Tom, E-G-I-O. But anyways. Yay. Very good. Yay. <laughs> and the rest is Wool Hat History. Yep. Yes. Or Wool History. Wool uh, Hat <laughs> History. Wistery, yeah. Wistery. Wool Hat History. Yeah, there you Wistery. go. I like, I like that even better. Wool History. We're dwelling on this. <laughs> Way too much. <laughs> yes. So which one of you has a song that you like? Lily. My favorite one that Michael has done, um, he did I Want to Be Free, didn't he? I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that one. I love it so much. I love the original, but I really like like what you did with it. So, yeah, it would probably have to be my favorite. Thank you. Very, very good. Well, let's check out I Want to Be Free by McT. Mm, it rhymes, too. Aha. I want to be free. Like the bluebirds fly. Bye. 
If your love has to tie me, don't try me, say goodbye. I wanna be free, don't say you love me, say you like me, but when I need you beside me, stay close enough to guide me. Confide in me, whoa, whoa. I wanna hold your hand, walk along the sand, laughing in the sun, always having fun, doing all those things without any strings to tie me down. I wanna be free. September wind, babe. Say you'll always be my friend, babe. We can make it to the end, babe. Again, babe. I gotta say, I wanna be free. I wanna be free. that was Mick T of the Woolhat Club with his version of I Want to Be Free right here on Zilch Radio. Asking that <laughs> musical question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I want to tell y'all, I really enjoyed talking with you today. Check out all of the clips, all of Mick T's covers up on the Woolhat Club on YouTube. That was I had a fun. good time. That was fun, right? Yeah. I and I'm told I had a good time. time. That's a great I song. Was there. What chord is that? F? Nope. I don't know what chord it is. <laughs> There's no time to figure it out. No time, no time at all. Uh, oh, it's um, B-flat, I think. There you I go. was there, and I told I had a good time. I was there, and I'm told I had a good time. I was there, and I'm told I had a good time. And I could swear that you were there with me. I could swear you were there with me. <laughs> this happens every time we bid chat. Every time. Every time well, that's Michael's good. Got a song to sing. You just got to bring out your old keyboard, don't you? Yeah. Or the guitar. Yeah. This is true. Back in my day, we had to walk up hills both ways, and the monkeys were in black and white. <laughs> By the way, did you guys you realize that you're speaking into the same uh, microphone that both Mickey, Mike, and Peter were right where you're at right now? I did not realize that. Oh my oh. God, jeez. I mean, they've been on the show, so along with Andrew Sandoval and Coco, uh, Mickey's Mickey's oh, sister, and Coco is the love of my life. <laughs> Coco is awesome. Coco is awesome, Coco and we've had clean. we've had all of Davy's daughters here, and Oh. Annabelle. Yeah, Annabelle's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love Zilch. Well, thank you. Thank you. I've never liked it when like fans get like, oh, I'm a first generation fan and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and you kids. I've run into that so much. It's like, 
I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it like that. You know what I mean? It's just, Yo, uh, yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. Just have fun doing what you're doing. Cause as long as you're having fun, that's what this is all about. And the minute you stop having fun, you might want to, you know, take a step back, but just, just don't mm-hmm. let it, don't let it bog you down. You know, it's, it's all supposed to be fun, but it, it re- I wasn't just saying something to say something. I was, I'm, it makes me happy to see you guys. I had the biggest smile on your face, on my face when I was, sitting there watching you guys and it just makes me happy it takes me back to being your age as weird as that might sound because i'm an old codger so (laughs) (laughs) i got one question for you ken m sure sure what's the best song on pisces wow there's only one right answer by the way yep oh that doesn't put any pressure on me yeah (laughs) You answer incorrectly. I think there there's be consequences. Peter Percival Patterson. Wrong. It's Star Collector, baby. Yes, it is. Oh, no, it's it No, it's Jamie Knightley. Well, let me, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking because, uh, you know. I mean, my God, there's Pleasant Valley Sunday on there. Daily, nightly, Star Collector. Don't Call on Me has its own charms. Um, what am I doing hanging around? Not, okay, real This talk. is impossible. This is a- this is a controversial opinion. I am not super fond of... I, I love What Am I Doing Hanging Around, but like getting started with listening to the song is always like, huh. How dare you? Tell, you? I'm going to get burned at stake. You were blocked on MySpace. <laughs> blocked. Oh, is it just, oh also, here's, just, here's a little bit of wool hat trivia for you. There's a running joke that I don't like laugh. It's a good song, yes. though. It's not oh, a good song. Uh, uh, it is. The music is funny. It's oh, not funny. So someone likes laugh the song laugh. Somebody likes that. A few people apparently. I don't. Yeah. Everyone. Is the only, only one? Is the outcast here? Really? So you you all like it? Yeah. Yes. He's the only one. It's so good. I mean, it's not. It's not like. Then again, I'm a dude, so maybe it's different. But like, I'm, it's not like. You know, the day we fall in love. You know. That's not it though. That's not it. The day we That's fall not even what that. Trash. But uh, laugh is like the worst song song on. No. I'll tell you what drives me crazy from about laugh, and maybe you'll understand why I feel the way I feel. They try to do a joke that doesn't work. Yep. As a songwriter, like if if I were sitting down trying to write laugh, give me the chorus. What are the words oh, of the chorus? Laugh. Oh, ha, 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 yeah, when the on. music is funny, uh-huh. oh, ha, 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 and the bass sounds offbeat, oh, ha, 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 ain't that, that neat. neat. Go on. Oh, laugh, oh, ha, 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 when you go to a party, oh, uh-huh. oh I don't know, I don't know song, and you can't tell the boys, oh, uh-huh. ha, 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 uh-huh. from the uh-huh. girls, oh, ha, ha. Okay, here we are, here, this is where we need to be, this next part. It's not so hard to see exactly what I'm after. Sometimes the tears should fall, but I require giggles and chuckles. Ho, ho, ho. But as a songwriter, okay, there's not a rhyme for after. That drives me crazy. But the joke is, you ready? There's no rhyme for after, but you're supposed to hear it in your head. Because what he's saying, I require giggles and chuckles and ho, ho, ho. And all that is one thing, laughter. But it's supposed uh-huh. to rhyme 
with after. You see what I'm saying? So like when the songwriter was writing it, he thought instead of like actually putting exactly what I'm after is laughter. Instead of doing that, he went, I'll just have the guys sing there. Uh, Does that make sense? Now my disliking of the song is intensified because the joke isn't funny. Oh, come on. No, you love what you loved. I would never, ever in a million years try to tell someone their opinion is wrong because it's just an opinion, right? You know. Yeah, yeah, it's opinions. But, but like that part, even when I was a kid, I remember going like, they so badly want to say laughter, right? Set it up that it's supposed to to say laughter. Exactly what I'm after. You know, the next thing should mm-hmm. be laughter. But they go giggles and ha ha. Chuckles. And it's like chuckles ha ha ha. I'm not laughing. Yeah. <laughs> the song really is, is a, it's a depressing song if you think about it. Because he's saying, I really would like to laugh at everything. Even when the world is crap. I almost wish Peter would have got a chance to sing that. Yeah, Instead or like David. maybe in a different mood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, t- kind of issue with um, laugh reminds me a little bit of um, I think I think I brought it up in the album review that I did. It's um, this just doesn't seem to seem to be my day. Because mm. like that's oh man, that song like if if the mood was changed to be less, guess I should have stayed in bed, my you know. 
If yeah, it, was, like, it sounds more, like, like a happy, upbeat song. Like, hey, we're having a good time today, and everything's you know, wonderful. And it's you know what it, ca- you know it kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of, in fact, I think maybe it was directly copied off of it. Not Maybe not directly, but inspired by, was the uh, Beatles song, um, I've Just Seen a Face. Yes. It, that minor intro, you know. What's the best song on More of the Monkeys? Probably Sometime in the Morning. All good picks. What about you, Ken? Digital has ruined things for me because, like, I have, like, everything on shuffle, so it's, like, almost losing what's on what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see. Wow. I, I really do like Sometime in the Morning. That is a great one. But it's got, but it's, I got, I'm a believer. It's a classic because it's a classic, right? Yeah. Look out, here comes Tamora's on there, but sometime in the morning and the girl I could love. Somewhere oh, between a... those two. Even though, like, I do really like the songs Davey sings on that album, even if everyone else hates it, I still love it. But I think the, <laughs> I think a really good song that probably be my favorite on that album is Your Auntie Griselda. I love that song oh, so yeah. much. It's so goofy, but I love it. I love it so much. So if you listen through to a lot of the Monkeys recordings over and over and over again, like I, like I have, mm-hmm. You like notice little things, like for instance in Auntie Griselda. If you listen, I've I've actually gone through with Audacity and like scraped it together so that you can actually hear it um, by like inverting channels and stuff like that. But anyways, right. in Auntie Griselda, at the very beginning, you can hear Peter Tork clear his throat, and then or no, you can hear I him did. like say the very end of a sentence, and then during you know the whole build up the that part. Oh yeah, um, I heard that. You can hear Peter go. <clears throat> She knows her mind all right, your Auntie Griselda. I heard that too. Yeah, I, I can hear that. Yeah, which I just that thought was amazing. She knows her mind all right, your Auntie Griselda. She says she knows my kind, she might maybe so. Oh yeah, she's raised you right, your Auntie Griselda. You only know the things she wants you to know I know she's having a fit She doesn't like me a bit No bird of grace ever lit on Auntie Griselda You can't begrudge her style, your Auntie Griselda She couldn't budge a smile and do it for free Griselda, 
just like her, you'll have to make it alone. I know she's having a fit. She doesn't like me a bit. No bird of grace ever lit on Auntie Griselda. Auntie Griselda, Auntie Griselda. So, Alex, where can people find the Wool Hat Club on all the social medias and such? Well, you can find us on YouTube if you search for the Wool Hat Club, and then on Instagram, at the Wool Hat Club, and then on Facebook, just the Wool Hat Club. Excellent. Very good. Well, we want to thank you for being part of Zilch today and carry us around in your hearts forever, please, because we will be carrying the Wool Hat Club in ours. Glad to... <laughs> meet my uh, fellow brothers and sisters in monkeydom and it's it's great to be fellow fans with you and you guys are welcome here anytime and we will spread the word of the famous wool hat club wool hat club yes but yeah, I love so much sideburns optional <laughs> but but encouraged encouraged yeah. but encouraged there you go. right very much so i want to thank you all for coming on the show lily Jessica, Alex, and Mick, and to all of the Wool Hat Club that couldn't make it today. Hello around the world. You guys are worldwide. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. All right, so we will see you all on the next episode of Zilch, and be good, and thank you for coming on Zilch today. See ya. Thank you for having us. Bye. Thank you so much. You guys ready to sing the uh, Here We Come song? Oh, Here yeah. we come. Yeah, no, let me down. start it. Ready? Oh. <laughs> Here we come. Do you want me, do you want accompaniment? Anyone. <laughs> come on, let's go. Walking <laughs> down the street. Hey. Oh, crap, the okay, here we go. Oh. Here, we'll start again. Ready? <laughs> here we come. Oh, shit. Walking down the street. Get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, with the wool hats. And people say we around. The line's kind of hard to rhyme with, and I don't know if it sounds any good. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm going to dedicate this episode to the Wool Hat Club, and we're going to play, as we end, a song by the High Risers, and it is called She Just Wants to Watch the Monkeys. Right, gang? Of course. Correct. All right. The thing, Fred. <laughs> Saturday to see her The day's already planned She says to me From this fantasy No one can ever free her Well I wish that it was me She'd rather see She just wants to stay inside And watch the monkeys And in front of her TV She's going to stay and Every time they monkey around that girl just puts me down But I've gotta win her love in any way Hey, hey, hey She's got pictures on the wall from floor to ceiling Spends her babysitting bread on tiger beat And when Davy sings it really leaves her reeling I wish it was me that swept her off her feet she just wants to stay inside and watch the monkeys 
up her TV, she's going to stay. And every time they monkey around, that girl just puts me down. But I've got to win her loving anyway. But in her fantasy, she's happy. Nonprofit Monkeys Audio Fanzine, made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the Monkeys or any of their members, past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Burke. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around.